welcome back to the Kingdom Chit Chat. My name is Layla, and we are back with my other hosts, Anthony, Brittany, Cassidy, Kayla, and Reverend B. Today, a few topics we're talking about are is the royal interview that happened yesterday, and women's empowerment because it is women's appreciation. So, just to start off. Who here knows about what happened during the interview? Me. Cassidy knows. I like, I watched, no. I was watching a show, but I recorded the interview so I could fast forward through the commercials because they put a lot of commercials in there for no reason. But I like sped through all of it. It was very nice, very nice. And I, I texted Kayla this morning. I said, did you watch the interview? And she was just like, oh, no. And I said, <laughs> Kayla, what did you say? I was like, was it really that, like, good? Like, what happened? She was, and her and Brittany were like, yes. oh, my gosh, like, this happened, this happened. I was like, okay, now I have to watch it. And I did. And, oh, my gosh, the things that Megan is going through are literally so terrible for her. That is your place to go get some juicy It was just You would like, so... Go watch it. It was very, very good. And one of the things that like stuck out to me was just all the comparisons made between Megan and Kate. I was like, these are barely like a year, two years apart from like the timeline that it was. And then especially the avocado thing when Kate was like, oh yeah, she's avocado as a cure for morning sickness. And then Megan, it's some like hate crime against like the drought happening in the United States and like human rights of you it's like it made I no sense like and that's with all women like why do people always want to force something on people who are getting along like there's no reason for you to put drama out and if you and if you cannot confirm your sources and where you're getting them don't put them out on the internet exactly this it was the, it's the same thing for the first ladies melania and michelle because one time when if melania wears a, a beautiful designer dress she gets praised but when michelle does that it's like oh she's insensitive for doing this like okay so do we like think that race was played during like this oh yep oh, definitely see people always decide when it comes to like they they only get what first comes to the eye but when someone talks about one thing about something being other it's like oh nope they cut for me like the fact that one topic and one little detail can affect a situation so badly amazes me because if you have like the tiniest thing someone could be like let's say someone goes out there and it's like a person who not of color does it and then another person who is of color who they just found out recently because before none of this drama was happening and then it goes and and they introduce that they are part because all the genetics and whatnot gets into it and then they instantly go change the different people it's like if you are a supporter you were supposed to support that person no matter what that is the whole point of being there and supporting them but I, 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 didn't, I don't understand how you can go from liking someone so easily and then judging someone like if they do the same thing because I don't I don't get it. I agree. Um, one thing that stuck out to me because like I never like I never even thought of this 
was that she, um, Anthony, why are you shaking your head? <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But, um, when she, when someone said that they had a discussion at the, at like the Royal, whatever, the institution, they said like, oh, we didn't <laughs> stop shaking your head. Like, you know what I'm saying? So she said like, oh, we didn't know like how dark how dark Archie was going to be that stuck out to me because I I like never even thought of that like never like that didn't even like sit in my mind you have to be like really low to think oh yeah he he's gonna be dark is there a problem with a person who not only has the blood of a royal but just because they have a, a darker complexion and skin tone that's such a problem um, I'm sorry that my skin color offend, offends you. Is it so, you know, and it's not even the problem with that. It's because they know that if they see people of color who are getting in power, they will start trying to be like, oh, they're trying to oppress their power. And I'm like, no, that, no. Why is that a situation that's coming up about the color and the darkness of the skin color? I, I'm so confused. I, I don't understand. I do not. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. It's just like that shouldn't matter at all. But I guess it's just like I don't even understand. Like I can't even put that into context to help people understand. Like that's just not right in my opinion. Like they shouldn't care. Oh, and I don't know if y'all heard. Like he wasn't gonna get like any protection, nothing, and that just set me off. I was like, that is part of the royal family. How are you not going to give him protection or her protection? It's like, okay, no. Like, how does that? So you're just going to cut Because wouldn't it have been the same for Kate and... Um, exactly. And um, Harry? No. Kate? He had a... <laughs> <laughs> Is Kate... Like, <laughs> Is Kate... Yeah. Oh, Oh my gosh! Kate. <laughs> no, you're right. Have, what if he had a son? Would Kate's son have um, protection? Yeah. But since Megan had a son, she's not getting protection. Mm -hmm, she was. She was never getting. Apparently, she was never getting um, protection in the first place. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. Not the way that she like just put it, said in the interview. Wow. It didn't seem like she was getting protection. That's crazy. You know, I was having a conversation with my mom yesterday about that and how, like I said, if it kept happening and, like, you know, the son had a darker skin tone and it's like, oh, they married, and then the son or the daughter, the child, we'll say the child, um, married into, like, another person like Megan because she did have, she is part black and she does have a, that in her um if it kept happening i was like it's gonna be exactly like in you know how some people take blood tests it's like oh i have some blood of like the royal family or whatever and then they're gonna and years later if it keeps happening someone's gonna try and take over power it's gonna be a huge huge um scandal between like oh um someone of the royal family is not the royal family but this other person who like um 
Uh, this other person who ha also has royal blood, but they have a darker skin tone is also in the royal family. But this other person who also has royal uh, blood is not in the family. And then there's going to be a huge scandal between it. And it's everyone's going to be having like a bunch of fights and everything and going into court. It's going to be legal matters where someone's going to try and take over, you know, the kingdom or whatever. So Cause that that's a likely that's a likely situation. Yeah, did any of y'all watch The Crown, or is it just me? Because no, on Netflix, it puts, like, everything into perspective, which is kind of crazy because, like, I'm not saying, yeah, I know the queen personally, but I mean, like, you get the understanding of her and her feelings and how, like, I honestly don't believe that she had a say in this because that's just something that I feel like she would not have agreed to. Because even, like, when you watch The Crown, you see examples of her in different countries. And the Duke of Edinburgh is, like, the one being racist towards, I don't remember what country they were in, but it was, like, it was somewhere in Africa, and the Duke of Edinburgh was being racist, and the Queen was like, no, you can't be doing that. Because he, like, called the um, king's hat, um, the king's crown a hat. And she was like, no, like, that's a crown. What are you doing? Like, come on, get it together. And it was just crazy because I really don't think she had a say in that. Yeah, I don't think she did either because um, she and Megan apparently were very close. Like, they were really tight. And during the interview, she consistently said, like, the queen and I had her talks. The queen gave her gifts, was all like including for Megan, but the rest of the family wasn't. Especially when they like switched the story of Megan crying, but they said mm -hmm. Kate was crying, trying to pin, you know, the dress. I see your frustration, Kayla. Let me know. Let me know. It was, oh, like the fact that they would switch the story for the media, or no, the media switched the story, and like, the institution in them, they did not defend her. And that was the whole thing that they were constantly showing, showing that they were not there for Megan, which is why she, like, her mental health was terrible. And, like, she was shown, like, no support whatsoever. And, uh, like, Megan served so much better. All she did was be a good role model for the kingdom. Like, she did nothing wrong in a sense. Right. Like, and in, in the beginning, she she wrote a letter. In the beginning, she wrote the letter of things that like she wanted to do, and she showed that she was committed to the Lord. Yeah. Lord. But where was that in return? Nowhere. She had no support from anybody except the queen, of course. Queen. It and was her bestie and her husband. Right. I don't get why, but like it feels like when people are in power or you have some sort of power there's going to be someone above you who will like obviously have power in this case it was the queen but they always feel the need to silence them because of the government and all their little laws and rules and stuff and they're like if we have someone like the greatest person in power on our side then we can basically have whatever we want which is what happened in the church of england that's what they happened down there um like years back so that's the same thing but like I don't think the people know that they have a voice because they've been silent so many times they don't want to speak up because they don't want to start anything. And that's how you know that someone in power has a true kind heart because people are silencing them even though they want to speak up, but they feel like they're not able to because they've been silent so many times.
I wanted to ask someone. So, Anthony, I know that you didn't like walk, you didn't you don't watch the interview, but like people like in the media are saying like why should like the U.S. care? Why do I why why do I need to care? Like, do you care? Do you think you care, Anthony? No, it's just like stop laughing at your review, but it's just like people are just like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, it's just okay. It's the royal family. She knew what she was getting into. No, she technically didn't, but okay. Um, to be honest, I have never, I, I have not heard a thing about this, like not a thing until now, because the last thing I remember like was i guess harry the redheaded dude and that's the last i heard so i i really i can't really give any like opinions on it like i see how it's a really bad situation and it should be it shouldn't be like this but i just heard nothing about it you didn't hear anything no i didn't i didn't see a thing about it like i've been watching stay tuned on snapchat haven't heard anything about it I even have UK friends, and they I don't see a thing on their story. Mm, that's crazy. I, like, the first, my friend asked me, like, oh, do you keep up with, like, the royal family? I was like, no, not really. But since Oprah was there, I was like, oh, let me just give it a shot, you know. Let me just stick, stick my foot into the water, see how it feels. And, like, I was glued to the TV. I was like, this, this is not good. This is not good. Mm-hmm. Because as, like, for me, it was, it was just, it was disgusting. I'll have to say that. It was disgusting. And it was just terrible behavior. And I, I don't even know, like, it's like you never know what's going on, like, it, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Because it only puts out what the media wants you to, or what the media wants everyone else to see. So, which is why there's nothing I don't like more than when someone tries to turn the story and make it about them. Like lying, there, there, there are types of lying that can get away with, but that type of lying that goes that big. Where in your right mind did you think that switching the story? would help in any situation and especially when the people who are supposed to protect you and be by your side don't want to speak up or say anything about it like if you have the nerve to call me one of your family members and you won't stay by my side no matter what we ain't family yes layla i agree i agree it's like literally like snitching So Reverend V asked us if, do we believe all of it was true, even though we only heard from one side? Yes, I believe it. Because, again, here we go with the crown. Like, (laughs) just putting it, like, y'all really need to watch it. Because, like, if you think about it, I don't think she was lying. Because, so, her sister, the queen's sister, um, she wanted to marry... I can't remember his name, and they wouldn't allow her to, and they kept putting it off saying, okay, you can marry him when you're, it was like, in your, like, when you're 24. That's probably the wrong age, but we're not going to focus on that. And it was like, you can't marry him until you're this age. And then they were like, okay, you can get married, but not in the Church of England. I was like, hmm. 
So I feel like it kind of goes back to they didn't want them to get married in the first place. Not the queen, not the queen. But, like, everyone else didn't want them to get married in the first place. And backlash is being brought on her or on the both of them, honestly. So it's just, like, I honestly believe it because the sister got backlash for her wanting to marry someone that was white. And it was still, it's just, like, wow. Just because it was... What is it called? He was divorced. That's the only reason. Yeah, I 100% agree. And like, especially in like Megan's situation where, and like, and I'll give you an example. In the interview, Oprah was like asking her, who said that? Or like, like, which like, which family members would you say said these like racist remarks? And she had like so much confidence in saying, I don't want to hurt my family. Even though they betrayed me, she had like the respect for them to not like give out their names, which I think is super like shows her as super highly, which is why I also think like there's no way she could make this thing up. And like, she's been so torn down. Like, how could you, it's almost like, how could you not believe it? You know, cause she just has all this mental, mental things like going on with her and like her husband on by her side, like she, they said it clear, like, like if their family had supported them, they would have no reason to leave the family in the first place and yeah i got a question Mm -hmm. i'm gonna play the other side of the fence so because i don't know what's true and what's not and that that happens at judgment day but my question is do y'all think you know asking obviously was it all is it all true but at the same time because is it prince harry reverend v didn't watch all the stuff either but prince harry right that he married outside of the royal fold, you know, the the thing, the path that was presented to him. First question, should that be allowed? And then the second question, because she was not a part of the fold, she has now taken him literally away from his family, away from everything that he has literally been trained in, everything that he knows from birth up until the point that he was out and he met Megan. Um, Do you think that that has anything to do with maybe the reactions? And of course, for him, he's been told or he's been trained, support your wife no matter what. Like maybe they've experienced some of it, but at the same time, You know, we don't know if it's all true until you get an interview with the queen and the grandpa and all of them. And maybe Oprah's powerful enough where she could do that to hear both sides of the story. But could it be possible that because he married outside of this planned, you know, pre-planned life, that this is where all the problems have been caused? And now they live in the United States and now up we're separated from the family. Do y'all think that has caused some of the rift as well? And because she was not um, brought up in this society, she's not going to follow the same rules. That would be like taking all of us and putting us in a royal. We would bring a whole nother gamut to, you know, the life and be like, you want me to follow what? You want me to do what? You know, I ha- I was able to do this. So just curious, what's y'all's thoughts on that? I'm just playing the other side of the fence, not saying I disagree with you or agree. The thing, the thing is that I feel like she she did try to like learn things but no one was there to like tell her like this is how it's supposed to be and you know she had to learn how to do a curtsy not even by someone in the royal family but like the day of she was going to meet the grandmother the queen 
And then, you know, like you're saying, support your wife, but how are you going to support your wife when your family is pushing your wife to like a point that where she can't even handle it herself? You know? Um, yeah, I definitely agree. But first, um, I'm just going to say that the truth will never truly be the truth. Like, because you never actually know what is true and what is false. You just believe what you see and what you think is right. And another thing, you can't exactly force someone. Someone will always have their own will and what they think in their own mind. You can never control a person like that. But you can't also control a person by telling them how they should live their life. Like if it was his choice to do that, then that is his choice. And you can't force him to do that because it, um, just like how in coming to America, um, uh, he, he, he did not want to marry the woman that was given to him and who did everything in her power to please him. He wanted to find true love for himself because, you know, the heart wants what it wants. And, and you can't force it not to do that. And Megan, she went into an entire new world, falling in love with a man that she loved dearly, had kids with them too. It's not like she expected to uh, marry into the royal family and become this prim and popper girl who wanted, has to be all like uptight and everything all the time. She had to learn from this. And for them to just come in and judge her just because she just, it's like throwing a, an equation at someone who just learned how to do it and still is learning the ropes. It's like learning a new language and you have no idea what it is about, but you have to work your way through it. But people are going to be like, oh, you're getting it wrong and you can't say this right. Or it's like, that's exactly how it is for her and what it's going on right now, because there she threw she got thrown into an unexpected um, opportunity for her and people are automatically throwing obstacles at her right as she jumped in. How old are you? I am 13. I just want people to know your age because I'm just like, where did she come from? <laughs> and her co hosts are clapping their hands. Uh, Where was the best? I like, mean, <laughs> like she would definitely be one of those people. Y'all have all seen pageants. This is just my little side note. She would definitely be one that could get the the question out of the little bowl or thing or whatever. And she would be able to answer the question without stumbling over it. I'm just, I'm just flabbergasted. That's all. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I try my hardest. I don't know where it comes from, but I guess I get the knowledge from my mother and my parents who clearly raised me well. So thank you, parents. Well, I think that that's a perfect segue if y'all aren't uh if y'all are done talking about the the what is it called the royal family you said your your mother oh. you mentioned your mom mm -hmm. and your parents you know so I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on this women's and I'm gonna just change the subject see uh women's empowerment since you mentioned your mom oh yeah or women's my, history there are not enough words that I can say to explain my mom and my gratitude to her one, she carried me in her belly for nine whole months. And I know that was not easy. So I praised her for that before I was even born. And there, there, I'm not gonna say anything cliche like, oh, my mom, my mom's been there. She's like kind and everything or whatever, like what normal people would answer because that's just not how I roll. But my mom, there, I don't think there can be a few, like I could go on and on about talking about her because she's been there in my life for whoever knows how long before I was even born. 
And, you know, I, believe it or not, I actually used to be really shy, but she helped me overcome that. And that was a huge obstacle in my life. So when I was younger, I did not, I was not motivated to go talk to anybody. I hung off of the leg of my mom for who knows how long. And so she put me out there and she sent me, she told me to go after my dreams and that she'd be there to support me for my dreams no matter what. And she, she works hard. She goes to work every day, puts in all this money and stuff. And she really does work hard to protect her children because I also have two other siblings. Um, and she said she would support her dreams no matter what they might be. And she'll always be there. And she may not get it right on the first try, but she will definitely try her hardest. And I have to give thanks to her for that because she is a hardworking woman and she doesn't ever take any days off. And I mean, obviously you got to take vacation because <laughs> that's a no brainer. Anybody can just stay working for the whole time. But she she's the light in my life who will always be there. She is my hope. She keeps me going. So um, shout out to my mom. I love you. Thank you for everything you've done in my life. And I will always forever appreciate you and all that you have done for me. You really did for me into the girl I am today and where I am today. And I have to thank you for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I want to shout out all the moms too. Grandmas, great grandmas, great, great, great grandmas, you know. Moms in general, just one in general, because, you know, I was the only guy in this podcast with uh, five, five other females. Um, I have to say that they, I don't, mm, I don't mm, I'm sorry. Um, let me calm down. I want to say that this day is important because we have a lot of people, that, a lot of women that are making history today. History is still being made by women today because some things, some Gender barriers still need to be broken. Like, we just had a first female referee at this Super Bowl, and we just had a black female referee just not too long ago, which is really great for you as well. Uh, I know there's a bunch of writers, great poets, musicians, act, actress, actresses everywhere. They're everywhere. Radio hosts, they're doing their thing. They're making a mark on what they're doing. They're making a huge mark. They're being leaders. They're doing great. And I also wanted to shout out to my mom and my grandma. And because my grandma just had surgery, so shout out to her. And yeah, that's this. Well, I guess I can go next. Um, <laughs> like Anthony said, shout out to like all the women out there, even if you're not a mom, you know, that's fine. But, um, um, I just want to say, like, we've come so far because I know before, like, women didn't have any rights. And the fact that we have them now, we're getting places, we're changing the world. I just think, like, that's amazing because we've gotten so far. And, um, like, everyone else is saying shout out to my mom and my grandma and my aunt. Um, I love y'all so much. And thank you for listening to the podcast. I wanted to give like a great round of applause to all of the women in the STEM programs. STEM is very important and it's good to have women um, in those high positions and in the medical field. That's fantastic. Those are my two big things, medical field and STEM, even though they're like the same thing. But yeah, shout out to them. Um, 
because they really they're like they're our role models like any field you want to go into but for me those are like my role models seeing like a woman in a role of stem even though like science is like for like you know boys where that used to be a thing where science is like oh it's for the boys you know no it's now for the women too anthony it was why are you your reactions are no 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 no, no. just just don't say it like that because uh that's just (laughs) what no, don't say it like that. Don't say for the boys, for the boys. No, don't say that. Don't, well, it, it was, though. Was it not? Don't, don't say it like that. that. Okay, I won't say that. Men were more likely to be in the STEM program. Thanks. Is that better? Okay, there you go. And now that there's women, we can have more courage to proceed. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to my mom. I love you very much. I just want to give a shout out to all those women who are hustling, hustling and bustling. Maybe struggling right now, but you know, Lord's got you. Like I believe in you, even if nobody else will. So I know you're working out there. You got a small business. You got a startup business. Whatever you are, you're going to be successful in it. And I'm so proud of you, literally. Um, that's my mom. Both my grandmothers. I'm gonna call you tonight because it's Monday, and I usually call them. So I'm going to call you both tonight because I love you both, my heart and soul. All my aunties, Aunt Sess, Aunt Kara, Aunt Siobhan, love you all. And yeah, for all those women that are out hustling, you go make it. You go make it. And I know you are. Someone wise once told me that the men are the ones who are seen, but the women are the ones who are working behind the scenes. We, that's why the saying, no offense, Anthony, <laughs> but um, the saying how girls run the world, yes, yes, we do. I'm not going to back down and say that we don't. Yes, I will speak up for it because you see all this history has been being made now. I'm not saying that we couldn't start early, but like, I'm just saying we probably should have started this earlier, like back in way back when's before my generation where women have been oppressed too many times but look at us now we are growing we will continue to grow and we are making history left and right diagonals up and downs everywhere you are seeing women making history and doing great things in life and it will continue to happen so shout out to all the hard-working women out there who are going past life thinking that it may be a hard time, but I'm here to tell you to keep pushing and never give up because you are doing, you will do great things and you are doing great things. So keep on going. Amen. I'm going to shout out my mom too, since y'all shouted out your mom, but I'm also going to say a big shout out because I am a woman in ministry and I know a lot of women who were first. And so a big, big uh, shout out to my mentors who were all first in the church, licensed and ordained pastors and were first at uh, my old home church. And shout out to myself because I'm the first female um, full-time pastor at our church and youth pa- first female youth pastor as well. So I made a first in my life as well. So it is a blessing to be a part of uh, women's empowerment. So I guess last question for y'all as we close up, got a few minutes i want to know what would be your favorite women's empowerment movie movie they you know you don't have to call it well they're movies or they've been they put them out but um let's hear your first so i'm gonna go through the list let's see unless um okay we'll let anthony go first we'll let anthony go first um to mention his favorite women's empowerment movie 
okay. I I remember watching this, but don't get on me because I completely forgot the name. It was. I know you guys are gonna get really mad at me for not knowing the name, but it was the it was the movie with the three ladies who were really good mathematicians. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, are you serious? Oh, oh my god. Really? Really? I talk about that every time. Yes. Really brings up. Every time. Wait, let him let him finish. Let him finish. Okay. Let him finish. Hidden figures. Hidden figures. Okay. Hidden figures. Thank you. I just I just knew what it was. I just forgot the name. It was hidden figures. I love that movie a lot. My favorite scene was when she was talking to the uh, guy about the bathroom and then how the guy went to the bathroom and he knocked down the thing. That was my favorite scene. That was my favorite scene. Very good. So we got hidden figures. That's one. What else we got? Y'all all can't say that. I was going to say hidden figures because everybody knows that that's my literal favorite movie. Um, well, dig <laughs> in your box of um, tricks and give us another one. Tricks? Yeah. Um, it's just a word <laughs> verbiage. <laughs> Do you okay, have this one? is probably like so bad, and it's. Uh, does anybody remember uh, Legally Blonde? Because I remember she went through a struggle. Yes, very right good. Now. Yes. So that was a great movie when she was in court and she was proving her point, and she was talking about the perm, like you wouldn't have had, and the, like why would you be in the shower after getting a perm? <laughs> I was just like, wow. And I was I was young when I watched that, but I was just amazed, and I still am because I. Would not have thought about that, but yeah, that's and she won her case. Mm-hmm, she she did. won her case. That it was a good happened. one. Good job. See, Brittany, you pulled one out. Good job. Yay. Okay, I have one. So I actually two technically. One is just not the best example, but I think it's a really good woman empowerment movie. So first one, we watched it last night. Columbiana, great woman empowerment movie. Zoe Saldana, like such a great actress. Like I don't know, that movie is so good. I watched it last night. And then other one is Hustlers, which if you're under like 14, do not watch it. But it's a great woman empowerment movie. <laughs> it just has some bad things for little children. But it's very woman empowering. So I definitely recommend that. Very good. So we're, we got some new ones. Now, now, I cannot say that some of these movies are out by the name because I did get a few um some of them i have not watched but some of them i do know because i've watched like the trailers the trailers they tell a lot but first one obviously being hidden figures because i mean it's in plain sight women in like nasa interest industry which is one of the big biggest industries for um astronomical um uh, Scientist stuff, whatever that's supposed to be. Um, <laughs> but um, the next one being Wonder Woman because women can be heroes too, and I respect that. Um, the next one, Miss Bala, I haven't actually watched that movie, but I can say that women, oh my gosh, do not play with us because we will, we will come back like a boomerang, anyways. And then the last one being Promising Young Woman, which I like, I know that that movie is a little, a little bit suggestive, um, but um, the movie, it's an eye opener for some people who might not have understood some of the things that um, some women are going through. And I feel like she kind of 
perfect point when she's going to like well i won't spoil the movie or talk about it that much but like if you've seen the trailer you know what i'm talking about how like men are like doing everything sorry not sorry anthony i'm so sorry um but um like men don't realize that women aren't just everything about their body we are we want to be known for who we are on the inside not just our pretty looks on the outside you're good cassidy um i'm gonna have to say the help because that was the one i was gonna say you're gonna say the help yeah i'm a seasoned soul as they say (laughs) um Oh, well, I, I prefer the book, of course, because I prefer the book. But um, the movie was really good. The actresses were really been amazing. Octavia Spencer, Viola Davis, of course. Um, and they just had a lot of courage. And I know, like, sometimes they were, like, scared of writing this and letting the whole city know about it. But it needed to be said. And I'm glad they spoke their voice on their perspectives. I just remembered. Okay, I'm sorry, Reverend Green you off but i just remember this one movie it was i can't think of names but i'm going to describe it again so don't get mad at me but it's the the lady who did the uh hot hot comb oh madam cj walker madam cj walker yeah that movie was great i did like that a lot that's on netflix now yeah that's on netflix i did watch it i watched it with octavia uh, spencer yeah, I watched it with my family, and I like that because it showed how she really stayed focused to get to her goal and how she saw it throughout the entire thing, not letting anything else distract her. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Very um, good. Well, mine was uh, The Help, and then I watched Mulan right after I got hired uh, as a youth pastor for the first time. I had never seen it, but I would definitely say that that's a um, great empowerment, women's empowerment. And then my all-time, I believe, which when I saw the movie and the pictation, because it still shows the strength of a woman, is the Harriet movie. Um, that one was like a big deal to me watching that. And then for me, it was like being a preacher is that I felt like every time that she like would pass out that it was really a Holy Spirit moment because God was showing her what to do, um, next, where to go, not to go or whatever. So that's one of my favorite ones. So shout out to women's history month. Um, our, some of our favorite movies, We'll come back next week with something else for you guys. Um, so we're going to close this out, you know. So everybody just tell them good night or something. Bye, y'all. Good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks we for love listening. We love you. Join us back next time. And bye-bye.